0: This is the 77 W.A.B.C. minicast. And joining us now, we have Professor Alan Dershowitz, of course, the great Harvard Law Professor Emeritus. And, of course, also, he has the great new book called Get Trump. Professor Dershowitz, your reaction to what we were just saying What Congressman King and Judge Weinberg. We also have uh, the great Governor Pataki here in studio joining me. And, John, your thoughts?
1: He is a great governor, and uh, I want to make a deal with John. I want the two of us to invest a little bit together, and to buy Marilago for seventeen million dollars, <laughs> and then sell it for seven or eight hundred million dollars. Also, we should offer to buy the judge's house uh, at what it's assessed at for tax purposes, and make him an offer and have him sell the house to us for what it's assessed at. I mean, this is so absurd. You have the judge making a judgment. You have Trump making a different judgment and somebody has to decide who's right between them. Who gets to decide that? Why is this? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? First of all, there should be trial by jury for these kinds of cases. Second of all, these trials should be on television, whether Trump wants it on television, whether the prosecution wants it. We, the American public, have the right to sit in judgment on this judge to see whether he's biased and on Letitia James, you know, my book is named Get Trump. That wasn't my original title. That's Letitia James's campaign pledge to get Trump and to have somebody run for office on the campaign promise to get somebody and then to selectively go after him. Imagine what would happen if every major real estate entrepreneur in New York were investigated for increasing the value of their properties above their assessed value. In order to get loans from banks, which then do their own assessment, hiring people, the best accountants, the best assessors to make their own independent evaluation. And uh, I'm going to tell you my experience. You know, I've
2: been in a real estate business for 40, 50 years. You know what my experience is? When a bank hires their own appraiser, and you know what they do? They hire the appraiser that's going to give you an appraisal that's even lower than what it's really worth, mm-hmm. because that's their own the, the bank's own reserve. So if a bill because if they say, oh yeah, we're going to lend you fifty percent of value, so they they get the appraiser to come down with a lower value, so they can lend less and have a bigger a bigger uh, uh, spread.
3: Alan, it's Richard Womburg. Let me ask you this question: Yeah, what uh, what Arthur Goran is a Supreme Court judge did, is he found him uh, liable under the executive law. Isn't that law itself very problematic, where you don't have to have intent, nor do you have to have injury? Isn't that?
1: Of course. Of course. It's very problematic. You're taking property away from somebody without without intent. And then they're going after the lawyers. They went after the lawyers because the lawyers repeated a good argument, an argument that I would have made in court, and I would have made it over and over again. Because you know what would happen? If a lawyer didn't make the argument the third time, the court would say he waived it. He waived it. So, of course, the lawyer is going to say, as I've said before, Your Honor, no, you can't have fraud without intent. You can't have fraud without a victim. I'm glad they made those arguments. But lawyers are now being threatened and being held sanctions. And uh, this Project 65 is going after every lawyer. They're going after me. They're going after everybody who's ever defended Donald Trump. And now this judge is going after lawyers as well. You, you
2: know
0: what no, I
1: found out?
2: It's even worse. As
1: Shakespeare said.
2: About 4 o'clock, I think uh, Congressman King was in in the office. I get a phone call from this real estate guy. And the real estate guy says, oh, uh, if they're going to put a uh, conservator or what's a, the right? A referee. A referee. Uh, let's, uh, let's go in there and bid on Trump's
0: properties. Maybe we could steal him. I said I don't want anything to do with it. Right? Wow. Yeah. You know what? And who? And that's what they want. They want all his properties to be gone. You know what? I also found unseemly guys today. And and Why Judge would Weinberg
2: do business in New
0: York. Right? Why would anybody want to do business on that standard? You're right, John. Because then it means everybody's fair game. The other thing is the judge today. This to me, I found really distasteful. As someone who's covered a lot of cases, I've never been a judge like you, Judge Weinberg. Um, but I saw Judge Arthur Engron. Uh, Engron, okay, Engron. The video. There was a brief period where they had cameras in the courtroom, and, and the video. judge and video. And video. Yeah. That's yes, exactly. And they were laughing. Pete, you and I were talking about this. The judge was sitting there laughing and smirking, mucking had, it up like like, like Judge Ito. I've had
3: lunch with uh, with Arthur many times, and if you tell me he's smiling, I'm very surprised.
0: Uh, <laughs> he took, his, he took his glasses off and posed for the camera. Yeah, it felt like Judge Ito during the O.J. Yeah. trial, who couldn't wait to get enough on camera. And meanwhile, you're trying to chop off this guy's businesses and bringing in his by kids. By the way,
3: by the way, I don't think it's the right thing to do. Why make a determination what the sanctions going to be when you have six other counts of alleged fraud? Why don't you just keep everything in place, stay until you have the outcome of this case, so you look at the totality of the circumstances before you impose a sanction?
0: Uh, Governor uh, Professor, let me just
3: say I think it's worse than this. You know, you have the, this case against Trump, which is a travesty. And, yes, I'd go in, too, to buy Mar-a-Lago for that price. But what we see is just a complete politicization of the justice system in this state and in this country, where it, it's not whether you did right or wrong. It's what your political philosophy is. And to me, this is the most troubling aspect. This is just the tip of the spear. But the spear is really damaging people's faith that we have a fair system of justice. And that is a catastrophe for this country. Agree
0: 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and Professor Dershowitz? Are you there? I think we lost Professor Dershowitz. There's nothing else to say after that great statement. I, made a, I, made, I got him speechless, <laughs> <right>? speech, which <laughs> is uh, hard to but, do. But, but <laughs> you know, your point's a great one, Governor Pataki, because you're right. It feels so distasteful. It's it's what the lawfare phrase. Oh, We have Professor Dershowitz back. Did you hear uh, what Governor uh, I Pataki said?
1: I, I, and he's right. And, you know, the Torah says going back how many thousands of years, judges must not recognize faces, must not do justice based on who the person is. And if anybody doesn't believe that this is a persecution of Donald Trump for who he is, that they would never have gone after him if he weren't running for re-election. They would never have gone after him if he hadn't challenged the past election. Look, I'm not a Trump voter. I just want justice for everybody, Republicans and Democrats alike. So um, I don't think we're getting it in New York now.
0: Yeah, you know, before you go, Professor Dershowitz, I want to talk Mm -hmm. with you about the 14th Amendment issue. There was a, Alan, there was a, a case that the Supreme Court refused to yeah. uh, take right. jurisdiction and, and on I throwing it out on the standing court. issue. And and just explain to everybody, will... um, Professor Dershowitz, just so people understand what it is, it's basically uh, they were trying to throw Trump off the ballot in certain states, That's saying right. that uh, because yeah. of January 6th and other reasons. It's the most.
1: It's the most undemocratic thing imaginable, not allowing the American people to decide who the next president is, but instead leaving it to a couple of secretaries of state in a purple state. And they could determine the outcome of the election. The American public wouldn't stand for it. And that's why the courts are now starting to take action. I think the Supreme Court sent a message. We're not going to get involved in this kind of stuff. We're not going to take them off the ballot. Let them run. If he's going to lose, let him lose fairly and squarely. And, uh, you know, as a liberal Democrat, I hope he does. But I don't want to see him cheated out of. The presidency, and I don't want to see the American public cheated out of running. Who deciding who who to run? So keep up your great work. I got to go, but uh, thank it's you. Great, an honor, it's an honor to be on with all of you, Professor. Thanks.
0: We love you. Thank you.